Hello everyone, this is Art Gelwix, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of Being Productive. Since we're all about being efficient and effective at work and at home, let's get started. Hey everybody, it's Art Gelwix again for Being Productive. In this episode, we're going to finish our three-part series on task management. Let's compare the two big ways of managing tasks, lists and boards. Now, task lists, we're all pretty much familiar with. It can be something as low-tech as a sheet of paper with a bunch of lines of what you're going to do, and you just cross them out as you go. They can be as complex as fully dedicated digital applications that allow you to assign reminders and group and organize your tasks or create subtasks for your main tasks and so on. Most task list applications work in just that. They work in either a list format or some of your more powerful ones will operate in an outline format, allowing you to do what I mentioned earlier, creating subtasks and better organize your tasks. Some of the more powerful, powerful applications also allow you to assign project identifications, assign tags to your tickets, schedule recurring tasks so that you know that they have to be handled time and time again. I've got a few task list applications that I use fairly commonly or have used fairly recently, and I'll call them out now. Todoist which is probably my favorite one, and I'll get into it quite a bit. There's a great outlining application called Workflowy. Workflowy not only can do just regular outline creation, but it also is very good at task handling. Microsoft has its own called Microsoft To Do, although if you're an Outlook user, you can use Outlook Tasks as well. Microsoft also has one that I'll mention a little bit later on that's not focused around task lists. It's a different structure. And finally, Notion, which is not really a dedicated task management tool, but it has task management capabilities. Now, you'll notice I omitted OneNote and Evernote from this grouping. Now, personally, I don't consider them task apps because their primary function is note-taking, and the task part really comes secondarily. Before I go any further, what's your favorite list-based task app? Do me a favor. Let me know in the comments or drop me a note over at theideapump.com and tell me the ones I've missed and what makes them so good. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably trying to find ways to be more productive. If so, there's a place for you called the idea pump. Now there's hundreds of articles about productivity tools, techniques, and strategies to improve your productivity. And they're all available for you on either the web or your mobile device. Stop over at theideapump.com and find some ideas on how you can do the right things at the right times in the right ways. Remember, it's theideapump.com. Now, the other side of this coin is the board-based task management. This is when you have something, you'll hear these commonly referred to as Kanban boards. The term Kanban is derived from a scheduling technique that was conceptualized by an industrial engineer at Toyota named Taichi Ono. 
the Kanban technique itself is way more involved than a typical board-based implementation. But in a nutshell, rather than just being vertical lists of tasks to do, Kanban boards offer horizontal organization of your tasks. So you can more easily visualize the relationship between the tasks and their states or place and time. Some of the common Kanban board style task management apps you'll find are Trello, which is probably the most common one you'll hear. Microsoft, again, has their own flavor of everything. Uh, they have a tool called Microsoft Planner, which does the same types of structures. Notion has the ability to have boards in it as well. And sure enough, so does Todoist now. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. But I know I missed a whole slew of board-based task managers out there. So again, drop me a note over at the Idea Pump and let me know which board-based task managers I missed, which ones I should have included, and why they are so good. Now, you will notice, though, that I listed Notion and Todoist in both groupings. This is becoming more and more common. Notion provides the ability to create lists and to create boards in their environment, while Todoist recently released the ability to turn lists into boards and back again with a toggle. Now, this is a really compelling way to approach this in my book. I like the idea of being able to create a task list in Todoist and then decide that it's complex enough that it needs to be more than just a list and through just a toggle, flip it into a board and manage it that way. So why would you use a board over a list? Well, one, boards provide a visual clarity to your task management. Instead of having this wall of text to deal with, you actually have this visual representation of the number of tasks that are falling in various areas of whatever you're working on, if it's a project or a program or just a specific plan that you're working. It's also easier to represent multi-stage processes in a Kanban style layout or a board style layout. There's a term I use frequently called stage gate processing. When you think about moving things that have to be done through a series of gates. Well, those gates are very easy to visually represent within a board style layout. Let's say, for example, no, oh, I don't know. Maybe you're putting together content for a podcast and your process includes a draft, record, edit, publish, and promote step for each episode. If you're using a board style application, you could create columns in some of the applications. They're known as buckets. There's other names for them too. For each of those steps in the process and then move the tasks from step to step. You're not saying the tasks are done until they've completed all the steps. Once they've completed all the steps, then you change their state from new or in progress to completed. This gives you the opportunity to work the nuances of that in-process state of being for these tasks as they get closer and closer to completion. This can be really helpful when you have a large number of tasks that you're trying to balance. You have multiple tasks in flight at the same time, if you're doing them or you have a team working on them, it gives you a quick visual representation as to where basically everything stands. You'll also see this a lot in agile methodologies and variants of agile, 
where there's a backlog of work at the very beginning of your task management cycle. And then when you're ready to work on something, you pull it out of the backlog and it work it into the next column and then each stage in the stage gates. That collection of backlog work, if you're using a concept called continuous delivery, where you don't really have a finished product at any time, you're just continuing to work on it and improve it. Well, sure enough, this kind of a board style approach allows you to keep loading those cards in at the front and working them through those stage gates much more easily. It also works really well with a drag and drop style interface. So if you're working on a desktop or you're working on a tablet, a card based style or a Kanban board based style interface makes it very easy because it's a drag and drop type of structure. Now there are some reasons that I would recommend not using a board over a list. One, if you have a huge number of tasks to manage, if you have a couple hundred tasks, that becomes a little bit difficult to visualize on the board because you can't get all of that onto one screen at one time. So you're going to spend a lot of time scrolling left, right, up and down. And it's just hard to get a full perspective as to what's going on. I've also found that boards don't work really well for mobile. Uh, if you try to translate a board layout onto a mobile device, again, you're going to a very small amount of screen real estate, which doesn't necessarily translate well to something that's heavily visually structured. There are some tools that I do recommend giving that you give a try. If you want to get into this idea of comparing lists to boards, I'm going to point you at a few to give a shot. If you want to look at some list tools, well, Workflowy I already mentioned. AnyDo, Any.do is another very nice application, as is Remember the Milk. Uh, the fourth one I'll throw in there is Todoist. Those four give you a real good perspective as some different ways to do it. Again, there, there are literally hundreds of list-based task managers out there. You, may, you will likely find one that works 85 to 90, maybe 95% of what you need to do. And then at that point, you have to start figuring out how you make it get to that 100% for you. On the board side of the equation, well, Trello's the, pretty much the standby. You can go sign up for a Trello account, try it out, get comfortable with the card-based and board-based metaphor. Uh, Notion is a good example of a place or a tool that gives you that board-style layout as well. It's one of the pieces they have in their equation. It's a little bit more complicated to set up. Uh, it takes a little bit more planning, but it works just as well. And as I mentioned earlier, Microsoft Planner, if you happen to be using the Office 365 suite, is a great tool for that card-based, board-based style of interface. If you want to find the tool that does both, well, I'm going to point you to two. One would be Notion because it does have that list-based structure as part of it, as well as that board base. But I really think if you want to try this in a way that's going to be flexible, I'm going to point you to Todoist. You can create the lists in Todoist. You can create sections in the list and then say, make this a board. And every one of those sections that you've created turns into a column for your board cards. It's a really nice, elegant way that they put it into place. No, it's not as powerful as Trello. Trello on the card-based applications is probably one of the most powerful one I've seen. Not only for its innate 
abilities, but it's plugins and extensions that it has available to really take it to another level. It can be a game changer if you're going to live in the card space. Is there a right way or a wrong way to do this? No. And if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know that's the case. You just need to make sure that one, you're capturing the information you need to manage your tasks. Two, that the application, whatever it is you choose, you are not spending more time making the application work than you are getting the work done from the application. And three, if it's more than you using it, if you're working with another person or a team or an enterprise, whatever, everybody has to be able to work within the basic levels of that metaphor, whether it's list-based or board-based. So whether you're working down a list or across a board, the real key is that being productive is the most important part of the equation. Thanks for listening today. If you found this interesting and useful and you'd like to hear more, make sure you subscribe to Being Productive on the podcast app of your choice so you never miss an episode. We'd also love it if you'd become a supporter of the show by using the link in the show notes. Also, please like and share this and other episodes so we can help as many people as possible in being productive. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.